Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Welcome to She Talks Peace a podcast that highlights the role of women peacebuilders around the world in bringing lasting peace and security to their communities. Eavesdrop into their conversations and get to know their stories. From the Philippines to Malaysia, from Indonesia to Palestine, from Myanmar to the United States, their dreams and their hopes for a world without violence and a world where every woman and girl can be whoever she wants to be. Hosted by Amina Rasul Bernardo, President of the Philippine Center for Islam and Democracy, and Dina Zaman, a Malaysian journalist and co-founder of Iman Research. This is She Talks Peace. Hello, everyone. Salam. Welcome to another episode of She Talks Peace. I'm Amina Rasul of the Philippine Center for Islam and Democracy, greeting you from Manila. My co-host for today is a good friend and a frequent resource person on women, peace, and security issues. Hi, Jenny. Hi, Amina, and hi, everyone listening to us. So I'm Jenny Lind Almako. I'm pinch hitting for Dina Zaman, who we miss very much. Welcome to She Talks Peace. Happy Chinese New Year, Amina. How was your Lunar New Year celebration? No celebration. Uh, I really, I really, really miss celebrating the Chinese New Year. But, you know, COVID and no fireworks. I miss mm-hmm. getting, you know, the, the special cake. We call it Tikoi. Tikoi, yes. Yeah. And I think the Chinese name for it is Nian Gao. It's a, it actually doesn't taste all that great. Right? I like it. I like yeah. it very much. I don't know what because I've been, you know, receiving it since I was very young. So yeah, I know. When uh, growing up in uh, Holo, we had a very vibrant Chinese community. Of course, you know, we never saw them really as Chinese. They were Taosug. I mean, we were oh, yeah. province mates, and they would give the tikoi, and they would tell us that the tikoi, which is very sticky, right? It's it's very symbolic. And the fact that it's sticky represents their hope that your family would stick together. Uh, stick together, solid family relations, and that it will always bring us, bring the family together. So, you know, so I, I eat that. it. So I eat it because I want my family to, to stick together. Do they celebrate the Lunar yeah. New Year in Dumaguete where you are? Yes. Yes, I mean, there's a very strong Chinese community here. And of course, you know, it's a, it's a small city. So we are basically connected to everybody. And as you know, you know, Filipinos are very mixed. So my family also has Chinese blood. So this year, I, even if we didn't, we were not on the streets, we didn't go to the houses. I used to get this, you know, this red envelopes. Oh, yeah. With money in it. I love money. That. 
Yeah. So we I used to get that, of course, until I got too old for it. But I did get mooncakes and uh, sweets and chips from the Filipino Chinese community in Manila. So thank you so much. What's what's, what's really great about having Chinese communities all over the place, uh, even in Sulu and and Tawi-Tawi, is the fact that you have access not just to traditions, but you have access to really great Chinese food. Absolutely. Oh Absolutely. my goodness. Looking forward to that. Yeah, that's why that's why sometimes I'm not scared with the threat of China because then that would mean a lot of Chinese food, cheap Chinese food. But you know, Jen, I was just wondering because China is really expanding mm-hmm. all over the world, right? They're all over Europe. I was just wondering whether there's there are a lot of Chinese in in countries like Ukraine, because uh, it's just like China is a major trading partner for Ukraine, and I was just wondering whether they celebrate there and uh, whether there are good Chinese restaurants in Kiev. I've never been to Ukraine. Have you? Me neither. Although I travel a lot in Europe, right? I do, I do. And I have a very good friend who was my classmate in Europe. We were in Leipzig together and in Vienna also together. And I love her. She works now for the US Embassy in in, in Kiev in Ukraine. And yeah, she's she's a wonderful person and she's always invited me to go. I've never found the time to go and I'm and I'm a bad friend because of that. But I I, I hope to, you know. To be a good friend again and, you know, respond to the invitation. Yeah, but, yeah. but, not, but not, not yet. Not, yeah. with the, not with the tensions rising in, in Ukraine, right? True, true. I mean, this is what we are here for today. And our guest today is the right person to share her perspectives and her work as a human rights defender and peace builder. She has been the national coordinator for Ukraine of the Women's International League for Peace and Freedom and the director for the Center for Social and Labor Research. And I want to introduce her here because I love the fact that apart from all of these hats that she she is, you know, really doing extremely well, despite what's happening right now. She is also a teacher and Mm. we love teachers. We, we can't get enough of them, of, of course, and we need them so much right now. So she's, she teaches history and law in Kiev, in the Ukraine. So we would like to welcome her. Welcome to She Talks Peace, Nina Otorska. Nina, thank you so much for joining us. Hi, Nina. Hello. Welcome. Hello. I am really grateful for this invitation. It's like a hello from the other side of the world. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and of course, we are very welcome here in Kiev. And also, I can share with you my places with the Chinese cuisine because wow. I love it very much. <laughs> and we have a lot of, a lot of options to visit. So that sounds really good when the tension is a little lower. Nina, well, Jenny and I will will sure to find a way to go to Kiev because I have heard how beautiful it is in in Kiev. But you, but you know, Nina, we are so concerned about 
what's happening in uh, your home country. I had a classmate when I was studying at the Kennedy School of Government, and we've been in touch. And he says that he really believes that your president, uh, Zelensky, is really trying to bring down the tension level because that has been scaring away investors and cash flows. But he also says nobody knows what Putin's Russia will or will not do. And he's so concerned that the Ukrainian currency has lost several percentage points to the dollar just as of last week. He worries about the disturbing impact, not just on the president and your government, but on the people. So what's going on, Nina? The the situation is still not clear. It seems that information about the threats comes from outside media more than inside. And uh, the first messages about Russian aggression, like because we are always expect something last eight years, but the last one messages came from America and Europe news. So for Ukraine, it was like something out uh, outside. And according to our local partners, local partners organization who are working close to contact line, is still nothing dramatic has happened so far. And on the country, even the fewer shelling during these days. So we feel like in a cognitive dissonance because of our own experience, not the same like it's represented in the media. But of course, our president uh, wants to calm the population and maybe reduce these uh, treats on economy from total collapse. Because, as you already mentioned, that the Ukrainian grivna to compare with dollar again went down for a couple percent, and this is huge amount. And uh, since it's uh, already happening, it's uh, due the massive withdrawal of uh, investment and uh, currency from uh, Ukraine. And even we will never have uh, escalation like a real escalation. So already these all events affect everybody in Ukraine because of fear, because of the unclear future about, and of course of the economical situation which affects every household. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, that, that's, that's yeah. really... That's really scary, don't you think, Jen? I mean, there's yes. there's no conflict yet, but all of these noises coming from outside the country could actually lead to a situation that would create the very conflict. And this time from within, that's, that's really worrisome, Jen. But I wanted to ask Nina, because what we hear, Nina, is, of course, like, you know, we're very far away and what we know about what is going on in Ukraine is really based on, you know, what we see on mainstream media and maybe some spatterings also from social media. Maybe if you can tell um, our listeners, you know, what is it now living in, I'm assuming that you are in Kiev right now and in, in the other regions, 
how uh, what's the set what's what's your sense like how are the people you know coping is it a normal day for most people uh, can you please share that to us of course uh, i know this situation from our partners and we are talking very often about this and some of uh, our partners start to providing trainers trainings about uh, medical aid and about the, how to behave during the shelling. And, but many years we, we ago, eight years ago, seven, seven, six years ago, we already had these trainings. And now it's like a time to bring you this information just to be prepared for any, any, any bad something because we even don't want to, to think about something terrible. But and of course we hope uh, to pass all these events with the less uh, harm. But of course we are we are preparing. We, we we are even trying to make A B C D plan on next uh, couple of months because the situation when we are not able to plan in a week, in a one month, in a half a year, half a year. So it's a it's a bit crazy and it's annoying, really annoying, uh, because you're like in a vacuum and you like uh, don't touch, uh, you, 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 you like uh, can't touch the uh, ground. And um, of course, it's uh, really stressful for everybody, for organization, for donors, for civil society and uh, for population, because when you are not sure in your future, even uh, in, in your nearest future, it's uh, very stressful. Yeah, you know, this current situation really must be putting so much stress on your organization. I, and I've been, I've, I've been looking at the work that you've been doing and uh, you started off years and years ago trying to really strengthen democracy and making sure that women participated and were recognized. So it was all for democracy, human rights, women's rights. And now all of a sudden you have to stop because now you're looking at something completely different. How, how is your work on uh, women and uh, political partici uh, participation, women's rights? How is it uh, coming along now with all of these uh, tensions at the border? You know, there's all these issues, these, uh, they, they have a very strong link because even uh, during this situation when we are uh, nervous and we need psychological support, in Ukraine, all this uh, social sphere is covered by women. And uh, of course, uh, all this reproductive work, and I mean care work, is also provided by women. So this time, it's like a, it, the first we had a conflict, then we had a COVID, and uh, with a, many we we faced like a women, like a women activists, like a women peace builders, like a women who promote the dialogue. Uh, we are faced again with a, a multiply problems. And now it's like a new stage of after COVID, after we are million time uh, burnout and tired. And uh, we need again to find the resources to, to save us, to save our, 
our activities to save our group and to be together. So now we are switched to the empathy to ourselves, to empathy to our next uh, sisters and uh, partners, to be close to each other and support to each, support each other in uh, many ways, like in economical, like in uh, emotional, because we feel that our strengths can we, we can expand this, but we have a limitation in this. So we trying to combine how to how to care about ourselves in the same time about our like uh, partners and our neighbors. This is yes. very important. Absolutely, yeah, you, know, you know, Jen the. The, the stresses that Nina and her sisters must be under. Can you just imagine Jenny and Nina actually told me there was a bomb threat in her daughter's school. And luckily it mm. was, it wasn't real, right? It was, it was fake. Oh my it goodness, was fake. Jenny. And many, yeah. many uh, yeah. cities and many schools last, uh, last couple of weeks faced with this fake news and uh, can you imagine uh, this feeling of mother and fathers when they receive the message that the school is uh, affected yeah. with it? So it's it's a everyday stress, but sometimes our like uh, our psyche is to uh, protect us uh, from this kind of news. And mm -hmm. uh, I feel now that I'm even not pay a lot of attention for these kind of messages. Mm -hmm. So in the first time I was. <gasps> Like a scary, yeah, and I was yeah. uh, worried about this. But now I feel that okay, even my daughter, she never mind about this. Okay, just uh, <laughs> yeah. like uh, event, and we was uh, free after second uh, lesson. So there was happy, but it's not <laughs> normal. Yes, yeah. and uh, our our psyche, psyche like uh, used to be in this stress mm -hmm. and. Uh, we are laughing, we are joking about this, but in this is kind, for me, this is the way how we normalize conflict, how we normalize this unnormal yes. uh, situation. And this also dramatic change in, in our, uh, our being. And uh, I don't want to go this way. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, because uh, during my traveling, and uh, I understand, for example, how people and uh, during my traveling, even to uh, Canada, to America, to some kind of uh, north countries of Europe. Now I have this difference between of uh, way of living and way of thinking. People, uh, the society, where mm -hmm. people affected by the conflict and not affected. And of course, for example, in America, for America and for Canada, they all all these conflicts is somewhere far, and they are maybe able to to participate in this uh, from like a global, uh, from geopolitical, and they count like, a, yes, we need to do this and this. We need to protect somebody. We need to send uh, more weapons to this region to protect. To help them protect, but when I receive this information, I always think about the human uh, being, uh, like uh, 
the the drama in life of uh, one certain person because the life it's like uh, it's a it's it's about uh, not all society mm-hmm. it's uh, i always trying to work in in my research from the uh, personal cases and from yeah. personal dramas of people who are suffering uh, from the conflict and i think this human dimension it's very important to keep this uh, human dimension uh, even in big policy and in mm. a big uh, absolutely like a deci- like big decision when we are uh, compete between big power big uh, right. countries big uh, big players we need to keep attention on the life of everyday life of uh, pupils uh, kids uh, right. women and uh, how they are faced uh, with their everyday problems how they are dealing with uh, cooking how they are dealing yes with, how earn money to to make uh, breakfast because yes. now many people in the village in Ukraine because of the dramatical economical situation they are faced with a very very simple question how to eat how yeah. to find the heating uh, for right, right. houses how to how to make a, provide safe space for our kids and we feel how we we are weak and of course just to be together with others to be together with our partners from all the, the world we feel that we are most strong but because these big parties of co- conflict they are like maniac i don't know even <laughs> that's they a correct really, word <laughs> because they never never think about everyday life or right. average people There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Jen, the fall of Afghanistan, for instance. When yeah. you look at mm-hmm. what the, the West and the United States had actually done in, in Afghanistan, just going in there for, yeah. the, for a first step was already a bad idea. Mm-hmm. And then they're there. And uh, they think they're bringing in democracy, but you can you can see that it was a trickling down to the lives of the ordinary people. And now they leave, and Afghanistan is a disaster. 
Yeah. The, the, the and, health you know, conditions, the economy, and I worry it's going to happen to Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes I feel, and during my participation in some conference together with uh, uh, professors from uh, universities, from uh, America, Europe, and Canada, so sometimes I feel that I'm monkey in zoo. Because they are monkey in the zoo. <laughs> yes, because uh, I just uh, try and explain how it's, uh, yeah. and uh, of course, uh, I c- I can't to be like uh, to make a big distance between my experience, my life, scientist level, like yeah. uh, very high theoretical level. Yeah. Yes, and I feel that they are research my life. And yeah. uh, life in my country, and mm-hmm. we they they can't support me, and I can't even present myself or or, or represent myself on equal level, because mm-hmm. <laughs> we like a like a I, I don't know jumping and saying something yes uh, yes we are there we are still alive we are have same feeling that we have same bodies and we have same needs as you yes. so don't punish us uh, as uh, like. Uh, in your stupid play games uh, in this uh, global police uh, political and global economical uh, and uh, capitalism and uh, and uh, don't uh, earn money from the suffering people because right. it's it's a uh, really uh, i don't know it's yeah sometimes there is a disconnect uh, between you know these discussions with you know the academe sometimes, you know, this big discussions on the macro policies. The think uh, tanks. Yes, vis-a-vis, you know, lived realities that happen on, on a day-to-day basis. Like a while ago, Nina, you were sharing to us about, you know, this 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 threat of, of you know, a bombing in your in, in your daughter's school. And in you know, last year that happened even here in Dumaguete. Dumaguete is a you know, it's a, it's known to be a you know, even like a sleepy city. But we had that threat last year, and we didn't know where it was coming from, so it freaked out everybody because it you know, it, it's not it's not the place in the Philippines where we this is. So I can just imagine you know, on one hand, you know how you handle this uncertainty on a daily basis, but then also these news, you know, and these opinions, you know, coming from the outside, while also like trying to act where you are, you're a human rights advocate, you work a lot with 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 women, and you also work, you know, in their intersections of governance and, and, and policy and also being with the people. So I'm just saying, you know, I, I think um, we have to remind ourselves, and I remind ourselves, and I, I mean, I mean, that reminds me also from time to time. We can't pour from an empty cup. So I think you know, even as as difficult as this time is, we have to find a way uh, to connect and maybe you know somehow find you know more connections so we can fill that cup of yours because I I know that you are getting to be drained. <laughs> but I wanted to ask you. I want to talk about young people and 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 young women at this moment. You know how do they how do they see what is going on in Ukraine? In, in you know their perceptions of, of peace and democracy and the future that they're going to have with the work, that, especially with the work that you do. Uh, this uh, question about the peace and how we can talk about peace, it's uh, uh, we feel like uh, space is shrinking around us. 
So be, it's mean like uh, from uh, oral novel, uh, like uh, war, I mean, peace, peace is more, I mean, war. And uh, it's always, for example, we we, uh, we ex- present uh, and like explain peace like a time when we never think about conflict, when we never think about these streets uh, for, 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 of, and like before. So the peace time, it's, it's a time when we are calm and just doing something and we not, uh, we don't have any worries about uh, any, anything. But now we are used to be in this and uh, just, one way to save ourselves is keep more attention to our mood, our psycho conditions, and our connection between each other. Because it's it's extremely important for us uh, in our group, and I would really want to scale this experience when we are different women from different regions with a very different political background, with a de- very different um, anal- analysis of this situation. We are still together in our partners network and we are still support each other and we never mind about their political background. So for us, this human connection much more important than our political approach. And uh, we really believe that we all want to be in safe. We really believe that we all want to be in peace, but we need yeah. to discuss the steps towards the peace. And to have this discussion, we need to be open right. to each other and even mm-hmm. love each other and uh, never yeah. think that we want to, to make any threats to each other. Yeah. And this level of trustment, it's a work. It's a work for many years. And our group exists uh, like uh, maybe five uh, years. And uh, we had a lot different discussion around and even uh, even problems with the, or, or discommunication in our group. But I'm really happy to... To pass all these uh, difficulties together and uh, discuss with an open heart about all these problematic things together. So maybe for the future and the like a approach to build this uh, peace in the conflict community, because this is big challenge. How to build peace in the conflict community in the ongoing uh, during the time of ongoing conflict. When everybody want to protect themselves, when everybody want to take gun in their hands and uh, everybody aggressive to each other. So we need to to show this way to open your heart and just trying to try and listen. Maybe the, your, your neighbor is not your enemy. Maybe these neighbors uh, just... Uh, can't explain or can't find right words mm-hmm. and we but we already have some uh, 
some press position, like a, like a misunderstanding in this uh, discussion. So I really believe that all people want to live in peace. And I really believe that everybody wants to be in safe and uh, they want to, to raise uh, kids in the safe uh, space. But I don't know how we, when we lose this connection, because our personal needs and our personal safe, our human security, like a, like a, like a state security. So I, I feel this big gap gap between between personal level and uh, political level. Now that you mentioned security, Nina, let's talk about the statement that your organization, the Women's International League for Peace and Freedom, because part of your statement. And uh, you said, this is not security. This is madness of patriarchy and militarism. And the statement says, a failure to act for peace in Ukraine after the appalling failures to act on Afghanistan will confirm that after decades of abuse, and you say abuse, by the P5, that's the, uh, the permanent members of the UN Security Council, China, France, Russia, United Kingdom, and the United States, as it is now structured, is almost irredeemable. Nina, why do you view patriarchy as partly responsible for the situation right now? I feel this like from, from the, also like from personal level, because if I can't protect myself in this situation, I need my protector. So like uh, we built and we rebuild this uh, patriarchy system from a government level, because if we are weak, like a population, like uh, women, so we need somebody who can protect us. A strong if, man. Yes, it's strong man, strong country, strong guns, strong weapons. Mm -hmm. So in when we are following this logic, we are going to this in deep and deep and deep conflict, and I don't know how we can stop in this. Right. If we are follow this logic, so we, I really believe that we need to jump from it. Yeah. And start to think that we are not, we don't need to protect ourselves with the help of others. Mm -hmm. We need to be enough strong to mm -hmm. to feel protective in protect us. And uh, according to this logic, Europe, America, Canada help us a lot with the weapon. And they now I feel that Ukraine full of uh, weapon, but I'm still not safe. I, I'm still not feel safe. Because Nina, Nina, <laughs> you, you mean to say the, the cowboy situation where you say my gun is bigger than your gun. Yeah. So you give yeah. up. That's not correct, right? Yes. And so it, it, now it looks like guys just measuring uh, their very important things, but it uh, never works like like a piece. Like it's not steps to the to 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 peace and to build peace. And uh, I think this wrong logic, I don't know where is the entry point to turn everybody and everything in a different way. 
So I'm still trying to find where is the human dimension in this conflict? Where is the human mm -hmm. life in this conflict? Because we are explained in, in international policy in a big, massive information, in a big uh, data, in a big um, play, uh, players. And we are always losing this personal dimension, human security. Because uh, mm -hmm. as you know, the human security, it's not the military security. We are if, if we are trying to sleep uh, and hours and we are thinking about thoughts that in knowing us uh, before we sleep. It's mm -hmm. not about a weapon. A or I need yeah. yes uh, <laughs> gun uh, on yeah. the behind me in uh, my pillow. So I of course. I I thinking about future of my kids. I feel I thinking about my I don't know income uh, next uh, month. I thinking about uh, health of my relatives. Uh, it's a very simple things, and uh, I don't know how we've so far from this uh, in the international discussion and international peace. Uh, for process like a, or so-called peace process. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Yeah, I think, you know, this this fascination over, you know, military security and forgetting about, as you said, Nina, human security, food security, health security, which, you know, really is paramount for us, especially for us as mothers. That's something that we really have to, to put to the table. So I wanted to ask you if you were given a chance, you know, to be able to be in a position where you will be listened to with a plan and you come up with that. You're told, okay, Nina, give us a plan, you know, for, for the future of, 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 of peace, the peace that you want in Ukraine. What would be the pointers, you know, what would be the steps that you would propose if you are given the floor, you are given this opportunity? You know, I was a teacher for a couple of years. Now I'm not teacher because it's a, it's a, it's a take a lot of time, but uh, in uh, uh, 10 years ago, uh, when I was teacher for uh, 10 uh, years uh, old uh, pupils, and um, they always curious. And during that uh, age, uh, kids are very open and very curious and very, they are, when there are many things and uh, very difficult for me was explain why people start wars and conflicts. So it's, uh, and uh, during the one uh, discussion, during uh, the lesson, we uh, decided that this is just because of the resources and uh, mm -hmm. how we can share these resources uh, between everybody. Because if we are, have a lack of resources, we feel unsafe. And we think that our neighbors want to cut something from our side. 
<laughs> so uh, the equality and uh, the sharing of resources in the world, I believe this uh, making this world more safe. Because mm -hmm. if uh, we all will be in a condition of everything enough for us, Mm. We uh, have enough of food, we have enough of, we have uh, even justice for everybody. So we have uh, nothing to feel uh, excluded from uh, our needs or our security, like uh, health, eco ecological climate and food and everything. So I and I believe that it will be make our world more safe. Yeah, agree. Yeah, you okay. know, um... not the this uh, like uh, uh, we 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 always compete. We who is the win? Uh, China or America or Russia? And uh, we need to accumulate the all sources, and we spend a lot of money for militarization right and do you remember two years ago or three even three years year ago uh, when we faced uh, the first month with, with the corona and uh, lockdown yes, yes. how yes. we was uh, scary of this mm. and how and do you remember this statement from un and from the organization who are who are, uh, start to talk about this wrong approach mm -hmm. that we used before, because mm -hmm. we need to focus on personal safe uh, and security. We need to focus on health, on equality. Cooperation. Cooperation. So, but now I feel that we are, again, forget about this. So, do we really need to be in the in the this drama like uh, COVID mm, every mm -hmm, next mm -hmm. two years to yeah. remember that the life is important, the human being it is much right. more <laughs> important than right. the power and the, the I don't know state security and the, everything. The life of new new uh, person and new human it's important. Yeah, and yes. why during the conflict we never never feel that we are losing human we are always count like mm -hmm. a, like a, even not soldiers i don't know how to uh how to translate this into the english but we are count just the numbers mm -hmm. just not mm -hmm. the people we are numbers statistics yeah you're like statistics. a statistic and we are this guy it's not just soldier it's not the yeah. person who protect government and state this mm -hmm. guy also son also husband also yes. father, right. father and uh, many people are suffering for, for this loss mm -hmm. his loss and uh, i don't know how to how to combine and yeah. how to yeah. reveal can, this uh, yeah. connection you know the that that's something that uh, all of us uh, who are part of the 
network who are part of the Women's Alliance on Security Leadership. That's something that we have in common. Uh, even those of us, Nina, remember, who are in government or in think tanks, they never lose sight of the importance of the human dimension. That at the end of the day, any kind of security strategy, prevention of violent extremism, counterterrorism, you have to secure humanity, exactly as you said, which is why I really like uh, that part of your statement where you have uh, wisely noted, and let me quote, you say that sometimes it seems that we speak different languages and exist in different worlds with officials. And I take it you're talking about your officials, the American officials, and the Russian officials. And you say they often fail to see the link between domestic violence and women's economic independence, between funding kindergartens and women's opportunities for full-time employment. So all of this, this is what's important. This is what's at stake. And you have to find some kind of common ground with these officials, with the UN officials. But Nina, what do you think Russia is going to do? What's your gut feel? Are they really going to attack and get back Ukraine? Because correct me if I'm wrong, is it really true that Russia sees Ukraine as like the motherland and they feel personal loss because you're no longer part of Russia? Is that correct? It's, uh, I think, and <laughs> it's really uh, long and uh, complicated story. And I not feel, and uh, like uh, teacher history and uh, with a, like a, <laughs> Uh, with a political economic uh, background, uh, I never use this category like country can't feel. Country always, uh, because everybody used uh, the way of our, how it's called, like, um, we use the steps and we live in a way to be in a in a better situation. So we are always have this connection between the our steps and our ground for these steps. For example, I need something or I need to protect myself, so I need to do something. Or I need to earn money and I feel that in Russia uh, I can earn more. So I uh, decide to go to the Russia or to go to the Poland to earn more money because the uh, economical situation in Ukraine is uh, not so good. So, of course, uh, people, the decision is always uh, based on our economical and uh, like uh, everyday needs. And uh, sometimes looks like, uh, yes, Russia, it's, it's, a, it's a, like an aggressor. And, uh, mm -hmm. But I don't want to play uh, together or help uh, one of these parties because I really can see how this party in the world, for example, NATO and uh, Russia, mm -hmm. they are playing together mm. and they are uh, 
just uh, playing with each other, but in in Ukraine, uh, it's and I feel that my country it's like a battlefield. Yeah, you're a pawn. And, yes, and in the chess I, game. And this, in this case, I hate all of them because <laughs> they push to this yeah. situation my country right. and they organize this situation when my neighbors and my organization and my partners and the people around me are suffering from this. So I'm so angry to both of them. Mm-hmm. And I understand that, uh, of course, America uh, doing something according their own security. Mm-hmm. And uh, Russian, the same. Mm-hmm. And uh, they compete to each other, but uh, be they affect other countries. Yes. And of course, we the Ukraine in the border of these two big blocks, right? And uh, and Belarus and uh, Kazakhstan and Georgia and all these countries and Baltic countries, we 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 all in the in this uh, border between in like in the buffer zone between these blocks so we like a prisoners of this situation and uh, i never uh, feel that uh, one side is better and the another one is not because of course we remember how russia behave in the in the neighbor's country and mm-hmm. of course we remember how america and not yeah. behave right. in the uh, Ex-Yugoslavia and uh, Libya, in uh, Afghanistan, right. in Iraq, in the right. we all taking this in account. So yes. I never believe that somebody good or somebody bad in this game. But we all in this some uh, stupid game, and I didn't really want to make a game over of this game and escape yeah. to the other. Yeah. So I, I I I like the way you. You put it. We don't want to be part of their games. I guess the you know, we have to worry about not just our personal lives, but the lives of our families, our our children, your daughter and her school. Mm-hmm. But you know, the, I've gotten a signal that we have already reached an hour. <laughs> and it, you know, the, the discussion, our discussions <laughs> get to be so so involved, and there's so much to unpack, so yeah. much to say. But the time has has uh, run out. But I don't think we should leave our chat without asking Nina to say a few words to our listeners. And by the way, Nina, there are, we have listeners from forty five countries, yeah. and several of them in in Europe. So we even have a listener from Romania. Would you believe? So please, wow. Nina, give wow. a message. Yes, message. I just want to be together with uh, activists and with the women activists, uh, with the women peace builders from mm. all over the world. And I really believe that uh, we can make this connection and we can teach others how to build this connection, uh, human connection between each other. And the, the, the human life is much more important and uh, the life is too short, you know. It's it, life is extremely short, and we never know when it ends. And uh, yeah. Yeah. I really want to enjoy every second, every moment, and don't spend any second to to the war. And uh, because it's something not 
natural to human uh, being. Mm. So I send to everybody love and uh, I want to be together with uh, all of you. And uh, I feel this support to to us and uh, really happy to participate in this uh, talk. Thank you, Nina. Yeah. So at least our friends here in our neck of the woods, Jen, in uh, Southeast Asia, have a first-hand account about what the life is like for Nina and, and her family. You know what, Jen, before we say goodbye, it's uh, the year of the tiger, right? Yes. And if I had to guess, I would say that Nina was born in the year of a tiger because she really <laughs> sounds like a tigress protecting her cubs and her <laughs> and her community. Yeah. So with that, I greet everybody who's listening to us. Happy Chinese New Year. Hope you're all tigers and tigresses defending the peace of your community and your families. And this is Amina Rasul saying goodbye. Thanks for listening and see you at the next episode. Bye yeah. from Manila. Over yeah. to you, Jen. Thank you so much. And thank you, Nina. I think what I got from Nina, a lot of things there, but definitely what she said about, you know, the human connection and then getting, getting in tune with our common humanity, you know, with the things that is happening in the world. That's the most beautiful message of all. So thank you so much, Nina. I mean, I thank you for inviting me to pinch hit again. It's been a pleasure from, from my side of the world. Thank you so much. And this is She Talks Peace. Catch you the next time. Thank you all. Bye. She Talks Peace is brought to you in partnership with Podcast Network Asia and Podmetrics, the easiest way to monetize your podcast. For more information, check out their website at podcastnetwork.asia and podmetrics.co. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.